All right, guys. Somewhere in this universe, Africans are very cursed. I'm going to give you three stories. Um, that re- one really hurt me, but we've kind of started to resolve it. But it has to do with Africans and the idea of contracts. And by contracts, I mean a written or verbal agreement where one party is either paying for a service, the other is giving a service or a product, and somebody is paying for it, or two people agree on something and both parties try to keep the ends of the bargain. So <clears throat> towards the end of last year, we decided to, we wanted to move from our current apartment to another apartment. Uh, basic reasons were we wanted a little bit more family friendly place as our daughter gets older and we wanted to get closer to where my wife works. So over the course of a day, sometime towards October last year, spent a day found the perfect apartment. I mean, it was just glorious. Um, nice, loved everything about it, gave us everything we wanted. Now, this is where things get a bit tricky. So for visualization purposes, imagine you live on an apartment complex, in an apartment complex, or you're viewing an apartment complex. There is an elevator and there's an apartment on the left called apartment A and an apartment on the right called apartment B. So we go and see this apartment complex and we're shown apartment B and we fall in love. Like everything about it we like, oh my goodness, we'll go above budget, we'll love this place, we can see ourselves here for a long time. See apartment B. Um, Over the course of two months, I go back to the apartment, talking to the landlord and whatnot, finalizing the contract. And lo and behold, we end up signing. But I've seen apartment B for about two months. We've sat, we've visualized, we've literally fallen in love, head over heels over this apartment. Now, what ends up happening next is just unbelievable to me still. So. We finally sign the contract, we pay rent and we pay advance. So we're really tied down. At this point, we're fully committed, all in, all parties are in. The day after we sign and pay, I go to the apartment complex and I go up the elevator, I exit the elevator and the property manager, who's not the one that deals with the contract, that's the landlord, the property manager, turns to the right and takes me to apartment A. At which point I'm like, um, excuse me, madam, this isn't the apartment that we paid for. This isn't the apartment that we should be moving into. And out of the corner of my eye, I glance into apartment B and I can see like it's already set up for someone and it looks very like somebody lives there. So before I even enter apartment A, before I even take another step, I already realize I'm screwed. Like, this is a typical problem, I would say, with Kenyans and Africans. Sorry, let me say not not Africans. Let me say Kenyans and Ugandans. So, my heart drops to the floor, literally, in agony. All the same, what choice do I have? I walk into apartment A, and it feels like a whole new apartment. Oh wait, it is a whole new apartment. Yes, it is. But, so what ends up happening is, property manager calls, let's call her 
landlady junior because she's the daughter of the landlady and she's also managing the property so landlady junior comes and she can see how distraught i am like guys i'm devastated i'm pretty much broken i'm like why you guys i didn't even i sat in the living room and i was like look i'm not going to move i don't want to see this apartment this is what i paid for i don't understand how you can be screwing me over right now like this is not normal so i'm sitting there trying to explain okay i'm not even trying to explain because i couldn't talk so landlady junior is trying to explain to me how this is the exact same apartment as the other one it's just inversed and on the other side of the of 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 the elevator of the building so i'm like i'm like trying to explain to her like i cannot explain an emotional psychological feeling versus your material physical argument so i'm saying yo the balconies are different we wanted the view of the other side which was a better view we liked the lighting in the other apartment more just because that's just how we felt we're like if we would have seen the two apartments in the beginning we would have chosen the other one anyways just because of the layout but she's like but they're exactly the same three bedroom fourth floor whatever you don't like we can change i was like what if i don't like this entire apartment in its totality based on how i felt about the other one and this was my immediate reaction so uh landlady junior calls landlady senior and landlady senior is like oh you know these apartments are exactly the same what's wrong why can't you take why why are you not so uncomfortable with this i'm like listen i was like why did i see an apartment eight times and the moment i paid and we signed the contract i was taken to an apartment that i have never been into i was like can you guys please explain to me why i've never seen this apartment at least seen the apartment because i come here all the time i live 10 minutes away why don't you ever call me to just tell me ken by the way this is the apartment that you're paying for not the one that you've seen eight times now i don't know what the blood of jesus told me but he told me can't carry your laptop from the car so i carried it and i carried it just i had a feeling you know having a contract is critical so i opened the contract and landlady junior had said something like oh you know you signed the contract it's in the contract so i look at the contract i opened the contract and my heart sunk to the floor when i read that we had signed a contract for an apartment on the fourth floor of naguru drive that's the street plot 9 and i was like you want to tell me that we're going to be screwed over because the contract doesn't say whether we got apartment a or apartment b oh my god guys i was enraged and to be honest i'm glad my wife wasn't there because the rage that i felt she would have felt it times 100 so anyways in true landlord fashion what had happened was i believe um somebody came paid them up front for a year um the other apartment was a little bit more ready than ours then apartment b was more ready than apartment a and they wanted it a month earlier than us Oh, actually not even a month a week so a week earlier these guys came they said oh we want an apartment we don't care which either or and 
uh, the landlady was like, okay, fine, just take B. And just assumed oh, that we would just be happy moving to A. And she had the audacity to say, um, guys, the other people were very indifferent. They didn't care about which apartment that they wanted. And I was like, but we were so in love with the other place. We wanted it so much. We It mattered so much to us. And now you're telling me that you gave it a week ago to somebody who really didn't care if they got it or not. And these people signed them an a year contract so there's definitely nothing going to happen to help us with this scenario man it really hurt me it still hurts me till today because we're the first tenants and i don't know what juju what curse is on us right now because this house has many issues that we need resolved um they might be resolved in the first month i hope but every time i think about it i'm like man we weren't even supposed to be in this apartment but reversing all the contractual things that we had already signed um, is literally impossible. So over time, we've come to really like this apartment as well. But it's not what we had signed up for. And now, what's my point? My point is, my wife and I have been very diligent in terms of looking at contracts and keeping receipts. And we didn't see this coming at all. Like, we got screwed and the people knew they were going to screw us and we couldn't prevent it. And it's just such a chronic problem that Africans have where they don't value, like, forever and ever, there's no trust between us and our landlord, ever. I mean, that was so damaging to the relationship that we had built in meeting with them and calling them so many times and sending each other so many emails like these people i'll never trust them um, borderline i'll be surprised if we even stay here more than six months it's going to be a big hassle moving again with a baby again but man uh unless these guys miraculously step up they burnt a major major bridge and although it's fixable um, contractually they shouldn't have screwed us and yeah that's story number one now story number two still in line with landlords so we signed the contract with apartment, the new apartment and then comes time to end the contract with the other apartment and another dodgy thing where african sorry ugandan and kenyan landlords are really shady with is deposits getting back your deposit so i was already prepared for a minor battle but what hit me was a bit shocking so we're ready to get our deposit which is a significant amount of money and we put in our notice, we are wrapping up, and then on the like second to last day of us being there, the property manager at our old apartment is like, um, by the way, guys, do you have the receipt for your deposit that you paid in August 2017? We're like, um, what are you trying to say right now? Like, what are you actually trying to say? So she's like, yeah, you know, it would really help us it would really help me prove to finance that you guys paid a deposit. And at this point, I'm like, first of all, 
because of such issues, my wife and I are very diligent at keeping receipts, uh, which I'll tell you in the next story. But I knew we had the receipt or we had the bank statement showing that we had transferred the money. But lo and behold, these guys would have stressed us if we didn't have the receipt. So I gave them the receipt. They were like, oh, yes. Uh, okay, great. Now I can, I can prove to finance that you had paid a deposit and they will reimburse you. I'm like, guys, in the contract, it says we have paid a deposit and we will get this deposit back when we move out if the house is in good condition. The house was in good condition. So I don't understand what the hell you're telling me. Anyways, that was story number two on how our, our previous landlord tried to mess up or tried to start acting dodgy with our security deposit. Now, story number three, which ties into why and how my wife and I ended up keeping up keeping all our receipts over a certain value. I think the value is about $200 or like $150. Anything above that, we keep the receipts. Now, um 2017 december uh we have a little vw golf and it needed major major service like almost the value of the car service i think it, the total bill was like two thousand five hundred dollars new gearbox um major service a whole lot of stuff now what ended up happening is these guys were supposed to take a month to fix my car they took about three months but those three months were the most painstaking three months of my life like you call somebody they don't even have the courtesy to tell you what the progress is when you'll get your car when your car will be fixed so over the course of three months i probably went there like 20 times wrote numerous amounts of emails and um, got really annoyed with them now to conclude this transaction with them what happened is they couldn't fix my car and they wanted to me to buy a new gearbox however when they found out I needed a new gearbox, I had already found a gearbox for $300. Now, what they then decided was like, you know what? Yes, the gearbox is a problem. We can fix you the gearbox for $500. I was like, why would I leave my car here after I paid you already like a significant amount of money and then pay for a more expensive gearbox than what I already have on offer? It doesn't make any sense. I was like, you guys can go ahead and only if you charge me the same amount will I let you fix my car. So they agree. They then they then install the gearbox. This is in December 2017. I pay, I close, I have my receipts. At this point, I decided as a general practice, I'll take pictures of all receipts over a certain value. Huh. Now we fast forward to, what are we in? January, no, it was December 2019, a couple of weeks ago. I get a notice from a bailiff or an auctioneer telling me that because I didn't pay um, a $200 difference for a gearbox in 2017, they want to repossess my car and sell it. So what had ha actually happened is that this company that um, I was dealing with in their system, they never reconciled that I was only going to pay $300 and that they released my car and my bill was finished. Luckily, even though it was like three phones ago, 
I back up all my pictures on my laptop. I remembered that I had all the receipts and all the invoices that I had from this company. And so I was like, man, these guys want me to pay them $200. Actually, sorry, 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 sorry. Major, 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 major clarification. The difference was $600. The gearbox actually costs cost about 900 uh no the gearbox costs costing 1.5 one uh sorry guys let me just pause and do some calculation okay so i've come back the actual figures were 5 million uganda shillings and i got it for 3 million uganda shillings that is a difference of about 600 dollars so the actual gearbox that i paid for was about 800 dollars and they were charging it to me for about 1500 dollars so it's a significant difference so here i am i get a bill for $700 telling me you didn't pay it in 2017 and you owe it to this company. I'm like, this is madness. I go to the company, of course it's new stuff, new whatever. Uh, and I'm like, guys, over two years, you could have called me, emailed me, we resolved this. You didn't want to resolve this. You're now telling me you've opened a case with me, with the auctioneers, this is madness. Um, so I sit on it a couple of days and I'm like, man, what am I going to do? The last thing I need, in December 2019, as I'm moving, as I'm dealing with all this other stuff, is to have a court case or somebody come and try to repossess my car. Should I just pay these guys the $800 and, and leave it? Then I was like, you know what, Ken? Man, that's these guys are just bullies. They're just trying to bully me, and this is how they win. So I called a friend who I know is a lawyer, who's no longer a lawyer, but he referred me to an, another one of his friends who is a lawyer. So um, I go sit with this guy. And he's like, looks at, now, I had all the emails, I had all the receipts, I had all the invoices. So he had more than enough ammo. Uh, now, unfortunately, these dodgy car dealer, car dealer guys, car repair guys, had made a whole written out manual, I mean, sorry, um, invoice, which looked so shady. I was like, I've never seen this thing before. Yet all my other invoices were email generated computer generated with company stamps on it showing that i had received it so i had the whole email trail had all my complaints had everything so this lawyer is like okay we're going to draft a letter this is what we're going to say we're going to say first of all they owe you two thousand dollars in damages for repairing your car after two months we're going to um, say that this is a fabricated forged invoice we're going to say that if they plan on taking this to court we're ready to go to court and pay the legal fees as well and since this car is not even under my name hallelujah they need to realize that this car is owned by a third party and they have no right to take it so we send this letter back to the company they've been quiet ever since um and one critical thing is that um if they decide to go any further uh of course all the the entire file would need to be opened showing all the paperwork and the paper trail, which obviously they don't want. They don't want lawyers sitting in their computers and looking up their documents. Anyways, this was only possible because I had all the pictures of the receipts from two years ago. So what's the lesson I'm trying to tell you guys? Um, be very diligent when you're dealing with suppliers. Um, I'm a supplier of furniture. I try to be as honest as possible. I do my utmost best, but I realize other suppliers, who, other people who offer services are trying to screw you left, right, and center. So general practice, take pictures of anything that you're buying from a store or from anything of the sort. Um, 
man take pictures you might throw away the receipt but at least you have the picture um let me tell you one store that's very very good and i really like purchasing things from them because their customer service is excellent especially when it comes to returns and exchanges so last year we bought a treadmill from game and what ended up happening is it was right before our apartment complex installed a gym literally like it was we bought a treadmill today and then in three weeks we get a full gym because we had a room for a gym but it wasn't it, there was no gym equipment so what happened is i went back to game and i was like guys um i'm really sorry but i would really like to return this because we installed a new gym and they actually accepted that as a reason i was like yeah because we now have treadmills downstairs we don't need one in the house they were like yeah that's fine return it full refund full refund and then um, in december we needed a travel cot for the baby and um we bought it we actually bought it in october we used we used it a lot and then we went back last week this is mid-january i mean uh first week of january and we're like guys this thing has an issue which it does have an issue they tested it and without any second guessing us anything telling us oh this is not okay it's too late they actually gave us an exchange for baby cot and as much as they might be a little bit more expensive than other people on the market the after sales service alone makes me a dedicated customer so people read your contracts understand the contracts it's a lot of paperwork to be honest it's a lot of paperwork and it's a lot of stuff that you think you've seen before but man um it ain't nice when you get screwed over so all the best and be vigilant this year so that you are not on the receiving end of losing money, losing time, and the likes. Thanks, guys.